All right, in the studio now is Stephen Potter. He uh, wrote an article in the latest edition of Isthmus that everybody should check out. It's called Misconnections, Policy Makers, Misdiagnosed Skills Needed to Fill Jobs Gap. So this jobs gap, um, it's something that we hear Governor Walker talk about a lot, especially with education policy. What is this gap, that uh, the skills gap that Wisconsin needs to evidently work on? Loosely defined, it's it's that employers seem to have jobs that they want to fill, but they don't have the employees with the right skills to fill them. So what are these skills? It's a, it, it seems to center around manufacturing, too, though, which Wisconsin is a, a big manufacturing state. Is that kind of where what Governor Walker is talking about? Um, that's the perception, is that we need more people with the technical skills to fill these jobs in manufacturing. However, this report that the story is on actually says that that's a misdiagnosis of the skills gap. And in fact, in addition to the technical skills, the welding, the you know electrical engineering, there's also another subset of skills that employers are looking for, and those are the soft skills such as communication, teamwork, uh, collaboration, uh, problem solving, critical thinking. Basically, uh, ability to learn new things, right? Absolutely. That's what Matt Hora, the... Uh, researcher who did the report, he works for the Wisconsin Center for Education Research, found is that the foundational skill, excuse me, is knowing how to learn and having that rounded set of skills in addition to the technical skills is what's really important. Uh, So, yeah, your article uh, kind of focuses on, uh, and it was a federal grant that paid for this study by um, Mm -hmm. from this UW professor, Matthew Hora. Is it Hora? I believe so. Um, And, yeah, so just tell me more about that. Like, sort of what is his diagnosis of of what the university can do and what employers can do to prepare the workforce of the future, I guess? Sure. Well, his report, you know, he talked to about 150 educators and employers, and that's where he found the common ground of the the soft skills, um, and both sides saying that that was what was needed. Um, his report goes on to make a number of recommendations. Most importantly, that the hands-on learning is really what's best. Um, combining, you know, laboratory skills with academic skills, apprenticeship um, things with you know other kinds of more formal learning. Um, it's really a combination of both. Um, he also feels that there should be uh, more industry education partnerships. And then also he found that he feels that the vilification of educators as the cause of the skills gap is pretty pre- counterproductive. Yeah, and, w- and what is that vilification? Just that they're teaching students how to weave baskets and that's about it? Well, that, you know... I think art history majors, you know, have taken a hit in, in, now, in some of the popular culture. Hey, we had Marco Rubio just say we need more welders and less philosophers. That's right. That's right. Um, interesting. It seems to be a pretty popular target educators are, uh, at least in this administration here in the state. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, with some money that the state is providing, it's called the Wisconsin Fast Forward Grant Program. Um, there, and, and you found a little bit of criticism that it is too centered around manufacturing, right? And what is that program? Maybe you can just start by explaining that. That's, you know, a, a granting program where it would grant uh, money, I believe, to employers to beef up their training. And a lot of that, 53-some percent of that, so far in the three rounds of funding, has gone to manufacturing companies. Now, here in Wisconsin, with the... Uh, 
the Wisconsin Manufacturing and Commerce Group, they are, are a very loud vocal group, and they'll tell you that. Absolutely. Um, and so they've gotten you know the lion's share of it at 53% of those grants so far. Uh, and uh, and sort of their point, which I think um, you know should be noted, is that uh, you know manufacturing has been uh, you know we think of Madison as a government town, as a university town, but you know just the loss of Oscar Mayer, we see how important manufacturing really is to even Madison, which is probably more immune to the loss of manufacturing in the last couple of decades. So. Um, yeah, I guess is this all about manufacturing, or, or is there other industries that could could benefit or are suffering from a, a quote unquote skills gap? We hear, oh man, I can't tell you how many times Walker has talked about go on WisconsinJobs.gov and there are eighty thousand positions you could apply for, and um, but then you go to these manufacturers and and they're saying we can't fill these positions. So I guess well, how do you sum this up? Uh, what's the solution here? Well, I think, you know, as I mentioned, the well-rounded, the hands-on learning techniques is what the researcher feels is best. Um, other areas he thinks we could um, give more funding to are, you know, IT. Um, healthcare is going to be booming uh, more than it already is. I think that there are going to be some skills gap um, becoming more evident in those areas just as a natural progression. Um, just kind of spread the wealth around a bit. Yeah. And um, and I think a, a good point made that, you know, maybe those philosophy majors, uh, if they if they're learning how to learn, that's a good thing. It's all about being well-rounded. All right, Stephen Potter's. There's much more in his article in the latest edition of Isthmus. It's called "Misconnections: Policymakers Misdiagnose Skills Needed to Fill Jobs Gap." So thanks for coming in and telling us all about it. Thanks. <laughs>